Welcome to Alter Your Comics Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. Yeah, I'm leaving that pause on that. Ah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. And I have a surprise. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, we started relaunching this podcast August 14th of 2020. Hey. So it's been oh, wow. just over a year since we have relaunched this podcast. Say, relaunched it. All right, all right. Of season three of the season. podcast, so congrats! It's we've done it a year. You know what we should do? We should get a time machine, travel into the future, get all the comics, and then just record all of these back to back to back to back to back, and then just kind of take a break for like a year, and then just release them in a way that nobody knows that that's what we did. Yeah, if I'm getting a time machine, I'm gonna be doing. Well, other things I mean, other than that. Well, you'll have all the time in the world. I'm going to go see when COVID ends first. Well, no, I'm going to go to the past first. Past, invest in Ooh. Apple and Microsoft and Google. That's what I'm doing. And then later in, you know, tell yourself to invest in Zoom and mm-hmm. <laughs> all it, these businesses that have went booming because of COVID. Sure. Buy all the Microsoft Zoom. Buy all those devices, the Zoom devices. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm doing with my time travel machine. Yeah. All right. Uh, but let's get away from time travel. We're already off the rails, not even two minutes in. (laughs) Mark, if you're listening, sorry. sorry. (laughs) Uh, It happens. But this week we decided, uh, let's talk about Free Comic Day, how it went. Uh, We survived, first and foremost. Wait, what? It's Free Comic Day? Yeah, it was. (laughs) It was on our anniversary, August 14th. Yay! Also, the date that I got a new dog, so yay. If you hear a noise in the background... It's either my cat, which came downstairs because she was throwing a fit because I shut the door, or it's the dog upstairs that's throwing a fit because he's upstairs. Uh, and his bonus points to whoever can guess the name of the dog. So we'll just leave that as a cliffhanger. Oh, not for Is us. Not yeah, for us. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, it's a cliffhanger for the I audience. thought you were looking at us. I'm like, am I supposed to answer? No, I know this. <laughs> no, I was just looking at you guys because I don't know what <laughs> to do. You don't know? So, so yeah. Uh, so Free Comic Book Day. What were some of the highlights of Free Comic Book Day? Speak however you want to go. Who know, Adrian, you always have something to say. What are some highlights of Free Comic Book Day? I always have something to say. Uh, you know, I liked everything. I don't know that there wasn't anything that I, I didn't like. I love all the cosplayers. We talked a little bit about that last week, you know. Um, the Heroes for Hope the program. Heroes for Hope program. Uh, just the passion that people have uh, for this. And um, that's always going to be my favorite part of Free Comic Book Day. That was your phone again. No, it wasn't. It was either your phone or your watch. It was neither. It wasn't my device. Not mine. I not my it. computer. No. Not mine. So. Was Man. it your computer? No. No. It's muted. It? That's weird. That will always be my favorite part of Free Comic Book Day. Um, yeah. Now, this year we did have less people in costume as attendees. Sure. I think sure. that's a couple of different reasons. One, because people are used to Free Comic Book Day being in May. Sure. Another thing is COVID. Like it's just it's a real thing. Some of our diehards may not have been prepared or ready to come out in the public again. Which and that's totally okay. That's totally okay. Uh, we still have some books left over at the shop. So if you are local and missed out on some free books, we still have some left. Now it's not the full, you know, catalog of everything, but we always say wall supplies last, and that's just wall that's the way that that's last. the way that goes. Uh, Jared, what was something that you enjoyed about Free Comic Book Day? Just seeing all the people back out and. Just enjoying something. It, it was a. It's always a fun day for cre- Free Comic Book Day, and it's just nice to see all of the people come out and having a good time. No one's 
angry or complaining or anything like that. Everyone's just there to have a good time and they enjoy it. And this year, I have to say, the weather was perfect. Oh, yeah. Like, it got a little hot in the afternoon when the sun started coming out. not bad. But, man, I know. I was out front helping Israel sell the dollar books and stuff. And I was like, this is great. Uh, Once the sun comes over the building, though, I'm going back inside. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving you high and dry on that one. Spoiler alert, he's going to be my hero of the day. Uh, I I still got a sunburn, though. Like, I was only outside for like an hour that day. Still got a sunburn. Like, come on. Yeah. You were trying to recharge. I, something like that. With I your mean, solar panel. Yeah. yeah. Fun fun fact. When you're bald, getting a sunburn <laughs> is not fun on the top of your head, especially when you have to shave later, because, ouch. Yeah, that doesn't sound very enjoyable. Yeah, no, it's not, not great at all. So, but I think some of the things that we also miss out on when working the show, it's I like I barely even saw any of the Heroes for Hope, and, you know, I'm part of the group. Right. So I didn't... I. Saw maybe three people and spoke to them all day, so mm-hmm. we missed out on quite a bit and seeing all, all the people outside. Um, it was great to see the volunteers again that always help out, like Israel. A big shout out to all yeah, the volunteers. They uh, did great. Israel, um, Chris, Chris, Jason, and even Laura, who's at work right now and will probably be listening to this later on tonight on our way home. Uh, thank you, thank you, everybody that helped. I mean, I know we thanks you guys. You we know what the staff? Yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah, I mean. It, it is not possible without us. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it is a great day. I mean, all around for, for everything, for even the people that only come out once a year for the free books. Like, sure. you know what? There are some people like, oh, they're just throwing the free stuff and get out. Well, that's fine. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes people can't afford everything else and that's all they can get. And that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm glad we, we are doing the community service of just giving away free books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if they feel obligated to buy things, then that's even better. But ultimately, as long as you're in the store and having a good time, that's the biggest win for the day. As long as everyone walks away in a good mood, and I don't, I didn't see anybody having any sour moods at all, other than maybe some young child that wanted stuff that was oh, not free. Sure. But sure. that's unavoidable. Yeah. I mean, that's going to happen. That and kids waiting in line, so they're going to get tired. And well, this year the know. line went a lot faster than normal. Yes, it did. Um, I will say. And that was part of, partially due to COVID. There was less attendance. Uh, we don't we don't have hard and fast numbers on our attendance, but it was, it was we all agree that it was lower than normal. Yes. yes. But we kind of anticipated that. Yes. Um, I know Adrian and I had talked. Mark and I had talked. All of us had talked. Like we had no expectations for sure. the day, and that's not saying we have low expectations. It's we don't know if it's gonna be low, high, indifferent. There were no expectations because we had no clue what to expect. Right. Right. In the past, it's been well. All what we really need is just nice weather. Right. And then somebody made some spell and it worked to be right. nice weather. Right. Like, okay, maybe we want to do, let's say, 500 more people coming sure. this time around or whatever. This year, like, we're just happy to have it, not be shut down. Correct. To be able to, to, be able to finally have an event, full event at the store. Nature is healing. Yeah, did you say, did we count this year? We did not. No. Okay, I didn't think so. But normally, for point of reference, for those of you that have not been to Free Comic Book Day and, at our store, we normally have a line out the door for the free comics till around 2 or 2.30. We count that as, okay, that's been a good day. Oh, we yeah. open at 10, so four, four and a half hours of a line to get free books, that's usually great. Mm-hmm. This year, the line was done at like noon, either noon or 12.30. Right. But I mean, it was still people were coming in consistently. Correct. It really died off around 2 o'clock. I, I think this year we had a lot better of an even disbursement, which yes. I prefer that because then we can help the customers better. Right. It doesn't feel as congested. We It just it feels better. 
Which to be is, honest, I can't wait for next year. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm super. We started here, and now we're going to go there, and then hopefully we go even further after that. Right. You know? So years um, past, we've done bigger events like mm-hmm. touch, touch a truck, truck or you know possibly different vendors. This year, yep, this year we're like, all right, we're just doing just the comics. We're yep. focusing on just the books, just the product, and go from there and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we're still coming out of COVID. We we weren't going to go all out because you physically can't right well, now. Well, just, you don't know. You don't know what you can do or not. Right. Right. Um, one thing that I was really glad of was this is the first time I've ever seen it of all the free comic book days. There was a line to go through the clearance stuff. In front oh, of the yeah. Yes. That was awesome. And it was uh, – the line just kept coming too. Which I'm thankful for for two great. reasons. One, it's just cool to see, holy crap, there's a line for people to buy stuff. That's great. Two, the fact that people weren't jumping back and forth, cutting in front of each other. Because I've talked to Israel and Ethan who had done that before. Yep. And they're like, you know, years pass. It's kind of annoying where they bounce back and forth. It's hard yep. to tell who needs chucked out and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. This way, it was a, a naturally formed line. I think, if nothing else, the last year and a half, everyone's used to, all right, I'm standing in line. So what do sure. we do? Just go to get in line. Right. Now, at one point, people are like, oh, coming in late. Oh, there's a line. That's what I'm going to stay in line for. Oh, this isn't the free stuff. Oops. Well, my bad, but they didn't complain. They're like, well, I was going to look at this anyway. I just did it out of order what I was planning on doing, right. which is still fine. Right. And the line for the clearance stuff, we didn't anticipate anything like that. That completely formed on its own. Right. So good on good on people. And that's yeah. another thing for my for like, yay, humanity. Like, you just naturally, like, all right, we'll just form a line. Yep. We'll everyone, do thing. Everyone takes their turn. Everyone's happy. You're good to go. And it was, it was very calm, too. Everybody that had seen in line, they had no problem being in line. Which is great. I know at a certain point, especially with kids, depending on the time of the day, they can get a little fussy and it can be awful, but the lines are moving fast enough and everybody was prepared and they're like, we're cool with this. Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to mention too is this was our very first free comic book day with another business in our store. Uh, we had done Halloween Shop Comic Fest. For, with We did Halloween Comic Fest with Shop for Good. But last year would have been their first year with free comic book day. That's got right. canceled. Then they oh. moved out. And Purple Feet Wine Boutique moved in this year. That's so right. this is our first true free comic book day with hmm. another business in. I knew I felt a little bit better as the day was going on. I do remember stopping by uh, Purple Feet and partaking a little time. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, and they knew coming in, like, we used to open at 10. They knew, chances are, no one's going to want to drink at 10 o'clock in the morning. Now, but at you, that point, I mean, for us, we had been there for an hour and a half. And we might have wanted a drink. Yeah. But Boy, that's, that looks pretty good. Right. <laughs> but like Lee says, you can't say you've been drinking all day unless you start in the morning. Right. <laughs> so and I think they were great sports about it, too. They knew going in, like, it's going to start slow, but it's going to pick up. And it yep. did. I remember around like 2, 2.30, like it was equally full on both sides, mm-hmm. our shop, their shop. And I think that's great. I That way... When we do more of a festivity for Free Comic Book Day, we can really have it as like an actual party sort of thing. Yeah, cool. And because we can have drinks there and then they do food also and everything. And I'm hoping we can get food trucks in the future. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. I'm I want more. I'm ready for I'm ready for Holland Comic Fest. Yeah, I am, too. I don't think it's not going to happen this year. It's, we would, yeah, we would have had it's too close to free comic. Well, book day. and it's August, two months. You know, it's always two months out, at least for yeah. mm-hmm. the books. So, Holland Comic Fest is not going to happen this year, folks. We may do our own independent thing. It's we've been talking about doing different things with Purple Feet of like doing like a costume contest night for Halloween mm, or or an Oktoberfest sort of thing, even like with them being there, it does synergize really well with different types of events that we can do. In our building, which I think is really cool. It opens the possibility for 
a more of an atmosphere of a party type. Like, don't come in just to get books. Don't be wrong. You can get your books and get out. That's if that's your prerogative. That's that's your thing. But if you want to get your books and hang out, that's a whole other thing that is also fun. What is Purple Feet Boutique? Purple Feet Wine Boutique uh-huh. is their name. Uh, they're a new business that moved in a month and a half ago ish. I mean, they've been moving it. They've been in the process of moving in all year. But they actually opened up like about a month and a half ago where they sell beer, wine, liquor. You can get drinks while you're there or you can get bottle service to take the bottle and go home. It's up to you. I so. did that a couple of weeks ago. I bought a uh, bottle of wine and I took it home with me. Yeah, I have some beverages upstairs in the fridge that I planned on drinking Saturday <laughs> after a free comic book day. But then we got a call and we we'll go got a dog. So Puppy. I, luckily I hadn't been drinking at that point. So it worked out. Now, I don't know much about wine or and I want to get something from them. But I've just been eavesdropping on them with other customers a bit. They seem to know what they're talking about. If you go in and ask them for a sweet wine, something that's not bitter, they're going to have a very good suggestion for you. Right. They may not know. In their own words, they're still learning. Yes. So like it's one of those, they Very may not know so. every bit of their product, but someone there of their staff of three will be able to get you there. Like right. They and that's one of the things like it's it's the growing pains of a new business. Yes. Right? You yep. have to learn the product and right now you're taking you know the vendor's word for like oh this is good that's and this is the same thing with the comic book industry too. Oh yeah. Sure. Of like this is good that's good you don't necessarily know right. until you actually divulge in or you know dive into it right but they've been very they've been very helpful in trying to give the best suggestions that they can from my perspective they're doing a great job and they have a selected menu of drinks that you can uh they have like actually already refrigerated or you can get you know whatever else you want to have there you can have that you know you can buy a bottle and just pour it in your glass there but it's it's very flexible of how you want to uh I don't know, work with them. (laughs) In short, I'm really excited to see what this next year does uh, with them in the store and and what we will end up doing. What what events we can do. Exactly. Um, We have on the books, we have Geek Trivia scheduled to return uh, in September. Uh, We haven't officially announced the public date for that one yet, and I don't remember off the top of my head, so I'm not going to mention when, but it's going to be in September. Where that'll be another thing where instead of just hanging out and doing trivia, you can hang out, have a drink, and... uh, participate in the game which is fun geek we've been doing geek trivia off and on for the last like four years and it's always a great time there's always a great turnout and it's fun it's fun for me to host it it's uh, not fun for me because i can never win yeah staff's not allowed to win <laughs> what yeah that's yeah. who made that rule me okay. that's a bunch of crap well because sometimes i might ask you some of the questions like hey well, how does this hey question? people will think we're cheating that's the way it you know it happens every now and then it's just like the ohio lottery if you're part of the lottery organization, you're not allowed to win the lottery. That's just the way it works. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> rails. Where are the rails? Yes. Where are those rails? Uh, we took a left turn to Albuquerque. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for upcoming events with them in a, in a collaboration too. It's not just a, we're two businesses here. No, we are actually full on collaborating with each other, planning things together to be the best of both worlds for us and the consumers as well. Yeah. And there's going to be some growing pains with that, but in the long run, it's going to be such a great partnership to where these events are going to be so much better. Right. Uh, They, they bring an extra alcoholic factor. Yes. (laughs) That is good for everybody. So yeah. And like I said, for for Free Comic Book Day in the future then, I think we can do some really great stuff with them and make Free Comic Book Day truly a party atmosphere again. 
again, this year we scaled back because we didn't know who would show up, what we could do, if we're even be allowed to. Because I mean, I've been operating under operation. I've been operating under the influence of the last month or so of be prepared to shut down at any given moment. You never know. Like, I think that's good. That, like, all right, we can shut down and cancel this, cancel that, bump this, whatever, because 2020 happened. It could happen again. Yeah, it <laughs> so can. I, I'm ready at any given point hope to not, but... scale back and carry on. But at, I mean, at this rate, we still plan on doing everything going forward, and we'll see how it goes. Um, one other thing I want to mention for Free Comic Book Day is just thank you, everybody that came out. Um, yes, I know, thank you I know very we, much. We, we, Gloss over a little bit, but those of you that did come out, thanks for coming out, and thanks for going in line a second time. If because some people want, came back in line a second time to mm-hmm. get because they wanted eight books, like they, they saw the four per person, like oh, I like those, but I want more because there's a lot of good ones. So let's let's get those also. So thank you for being in line potentially twice for that, uh, and not just for free comic book day, but all year round. You know the especially the the people that that supported the store. Uh, when the world was shut down and, and Mark figured out, hey, let's do some live sales and thanks. Right. The the free comic day crowd's always great, but they don't keep us alive year round. It is our weekly regulars or our pull, mostly our pull, fi- pull file subscribers. The people that fully commit to books and pick them up, those are the ones that keep us open. Thank you to the new people that have tried us. Right. And I mean, I signed up someone today that he moved down from Michigan this past year. He's like, we were talking to him. We sent him with a pull file, told him about Comic Cub, having to order stuff online through that. And he seems super excited. So hopefully we get more and more of that. Unless anybody wants to mention anything else about that. Let's go over some of the, with spoilers now, because the book's already out, of our favorite free comic book day books. Uh, I want to start with the, there it is, Spider-Man Venom. Holy crap, that Spider-Man story. That was awesome. Uh, or I should say that Ben Riley story. Oh, now we can say it. Yeah, oh, I you said, said spoilers. I said we're allowed to spoilers. It's already been out. People should have already gotten the books. I wanted to say it last week for the regular listeners, but it wasn't allowed. Yep. Uh, we, we didn't want to give away everything last time. Now we're giving away. It's free comic day. We give away the spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so it has the been, suit was super cool, I have to say. It is a, and it's not a Scarlet Spider suit. He, he mm-hmm. is a Spider-Man suit with a black spider. It's black and red. It reminds me a lot of the Superior Spider-Man run with Doc Ock. With the black and red instead of the red and blue. Mm-hmm. Um, he's run around in Texas. He is actually funded by another organization. Where they're like feeding him quips and everything. And, right. Like, he has a new like Kevlar Under Armour suit within the costume and everything. And Who's he fighting? Some generic weird Texas villain. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who it was. Where he changes arms into guns. Yeah, that was kind of. I feel um, like I've seen that somewhere before. Uh, I've seen it in the X Men books. The not Marauders. It's the weird people yeah. that turn into mutation. Uh, that, but that's what they remind me of. The Morlocks. I think there was a Morlock that could do Quite that. Quite possibly. But this issue says to be continued in Amazing Spider-Man number 75, which I, I mean, I was already excited for that one because they've had been advertising like it's the end of, oh, not Dan Slott. Oh, right. The guy that's been writing for a while. He's supposed to go out with a big bang. Right. And the cover, the advertisement, advertised cover is Spider-Man swinging along the rope with Mary Jane's arms, like flowers everywhere. Are they undoing Brand New Day one more day? 
I that's they have been teasing this the last six months of them finally undoing that. I have to wonder how many people have come up with like a way to undo it, and then Marvel's like, no, I don't like it that much, and maybe this one will be liked enough. Possibly. I, I mean, if one thing happens, if that's all that Nick Spencer is known for for this one, Nick Spencer, he's the one that's writing it since Dan Slott. Uh, if he's known for one thing, and it's him undoing that, I'm perfectly okay with that. Because while it's been interesting the last 10 years, 15 sure. years. Yep, yep. Well, no, it was 2006. When, it's been a while. Wow. 15 years. Good Lord. Uh, while it's been interesting with that, I definitely think that Spider-Man is better in a fully committed relationship with Mary Jane married and possibly having kids. It's just, it's a more unique story and it shows growth of the character. Sure. Sure. When they undid that, it like, all right, well, all this growth we've had, get rid of it. We're going to start from scratch again. Yeah. Because they kind of started it over with the old Parker luck. Right. Where he was poor and couldn't get a girl and couldn't, you know, which I mean, actually when I dropped the book, which I mean, that is, that is the (laughs) Peter Parker thing is to be down on his luck. Right. And that's the thing, be down as luck, which is fine. However, when you've set this up, don't just chop it all down. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, that being said, if he does this, he'll be chopping down the last 15 years-ish. But it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, they can undo right. Brand New Day, but keep the rest of it. Right. And you know. the way they've been teasing that is by having Doctor Strange has been talking to Mephisto like, hey, I know you did something. What is going on with this? I love using him as the person to figure out how that happened and to un- potentially undo it. Yeah. Like, of course, the Sorcerer Supreme will undo bad magic or, you know, Mephisto magic. Yep. Which is really cool. And all things considered, I mean, Spider-Man's been around since 1962. So. He's been around it's for okay to It's okay to change things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other part of this issue that I want to talk about is the Venom storyline that has the new Venom. Um, it is not Eddie Brock. It is his son. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oh, geez. Benny Brock. Nope. That's <laughs> not it. J. I think it's a J name. Oh. Jerry Brock. Laura's yelling at me right now. I can just feel it. She's just saying, how do you not know who this is? Oli. Uh, Brock Oli. Brock Oli. Brock Oli. You know what I did think about the, the story, though? It It, it is... Making me want to go back and read The King in Black. Oh, I think I said Dylan. that last week. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan Brock. Uh, makes me want to go back and read uh, The King in Black, which I think is in trade yes, now, yeah? the core book is in trade. And you definitely should because it explains why Eddie Brock is in charge of like this consciousness clones of all the symbiotes everywhere. He can hop his consciousness instantly in multi- multiple consciousnesses even. Mm-hmm. Like, he can fall on multitask. Across the whole universe. There was just something weird that just didn't, it didn't pique my interest. But then there's this follow-up story that I'm like, oh, crap. Maybe I should have. Well, and the that series is starting over brand new soon. Following That will spin right out of this with the brand new Venom number one coming out in, I don't know, a month or two, I think. So mm-hmm. it is a good jumping on point. I uh, do like it when Marvel does that, like at the end of that story with venom where it's like a couple frames like six different frames with like key text like make sure you check the canooter valve and then it's a picture of like somebody coming out of a symbiote or something uh the lines are talk to the people you love eddie brock tell them to run tell them to hide your son your other it won't make a difference there is no escape from for any of you yeah see it'll be fine and it has cool panels of like Theoretically, what's going on? Like, there's butterflies and rainbows, right? There's <laughs> Kang the Conqueror is in one of the panels. Uh, looks like Scorpion 
who was a Venom for a while during this dark reign. Matt Gargan, yeah. Um, there's some other people I don't know. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's a cool. Like, I like how they do that. It's a teaser say, trailer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now I will say it's, you said teaser trailer and, and I thought the Daredevil one, that the, was too teasy. I, I don't understand what they're doing with that. Yeah. So there is a third story in this issue that was not advertised at all of what's going to happen with Daredevil and Kingpin. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's the short answer. Like, Things are going to happen. It is a tease of a teaser, almost. And it's weird. Right. But I, I'll be honest, I've been reading the, the current Daredevil, Daredevil stuff in trade. It's really good. With Elektra? Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. So the problem is, I don't think this will translate to people that weren't reading Daredevil and don't know about Daredevil. Like, what's up with this? Oh, well. And maybe we're wrong. We have so little information right. that that may be a completely false statement. Right. Uh, what other spoiler things do you guys want to talk about for Free Comic Day books that already came out? I know I really enjoy the Avengers book, Stray Dogs, and We Live were my top four books. Um, I would probably say the Suicide Squad with uh, King Shark and uh, the Jason Todd backstory with it. I loved the Jason Todd st- backstory. I didn't realize that was happening currently in Suicide Squad also. I don't know what number it takes off on. I don't have the book in front of me. Uh, it's relatively low numbers because I, th- I want to say yeah, they restarted Suicide Squad yeah. recently. Okay. But uh, yeah, they've the got... Bottom half uh, of the single digits. It starts out with like uh, the Joker or them remembering that the Joker killed Jason Todd and Amanda Waller's talking to him about it and basically saying, you know... Mostly killed him. Yeah, most, <laughs> no, no, he killed him. Yeah. But he got resurrected. Exactly. He didn't stay Lazarus dead. Pit or whatever. <laughs> New 52... Rebirth crap they did. <laughs> it reminds me of Buffy. I was dead once. Yeah, didn't take. It didn't take. So, but uh, they're talking about it, and it's basically Amanda Waller's sending the Suicide Squad with Jason Todd after the Joker, which makes a lot oh, of sense. I love it. Like, I was so excited. Why haven't they like, put him gotta, in there before? I've got to find this. You know, I've got to subscribe to this one. This is going to be great. Yeah, I I still haven't. I'll be honest. I didn't have a chance to read any of the DC books because they came so late in the week last week. I was like, I oh, don't have a chance, so mm-hmm. I'll just get to it eventually. And eventually has passed. Yeah, I don't have spoilers, but um, the Star Wars anime book, um, I have not read it fully, but I've flipped through it. It looks um, really. Cool. It looks really good. It's the High Republic. So if you're not a fan of the High Republic, you may not like this one. But it, it looks really cool. It's looks like just a fun read mm-hmm. and it is um i think it's kind of in the same lines as what they did with the uh i can't remember the name of it but it was the rogue one story with uh um what's their Jinersa? name no um the blind dude oh uh chirrut and base yeah yeah, yeah it's kind of i think it's the same uh, creators that did that book oh okay so and i think it's the same style and everything like that so it I think it'll be really good. It looked like her name was Lily Tora Asi. Could be. Yeah. So Could be. <laughs> it started off really fun. It's like some memory of her as a kid, it looked like. And some random Jedi rescues right. them from a hyperspace accident. Yeah. Yeah, because in the novels, there's... I'm listening to the audiobooks, but uh, there is a hyperspace issue going on okay so i think it might tie into that right now yeah so if you're a fan of 
Star Wars and anime, or either one, really. Yeah. Even if you're not a fan of anime or manga, because manga is just anime and print, um, it's a very different style of art that I think if you give it a chance, you can really like it. And because of the range of it, um, you can not like some manga and still like other manga. Right, and this one isn't full manga because it is still reading from left to right. It's not the it's, right to left. It's, it's Americanized. The, it's the westernized. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I think it's just a unique adventure for Star Wars to go in a manga style. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes sense to me, especially because look at the original Clone Wars animated stuff. Like that was a a westernized manga take. Like it wasn't full on anime style, but it was, there's definitely some influence on that. Yeah, it was the same guy that did Samurai uh, Jack. Samurai Jack, yeah. Um, and I'm talking about the original Clone Wars folks, not the Clone Wars animated series. Yeah, pre they were. Ahsoka. The pre, very pre Ahsoka, mm-hmm. pre the pre the movie, pre yeah. When it was like a 15 minute episodes on Cartoon Network, part of their Adult Swim stuff. Oh, that, that's right. I, it was like half, half episodes. There was no continuing story between all of it. It was just each one was its own little thing and done. I was thinking they were um, webisodes. Nope. I believe they were on Cartoon Network. I, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it was the same animator as Samurai Jack. And so once I thought that, like, oh, you know, this does make sense why Star Wars goes towards, is doing something towards that because they've done it before. Well, mm-hmm. and Disney's releasing those those animes. Yeah, the Vision. The Star, yep, the Star Wars Vision stuff, which... I, I saw the preview the other day. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. I don't know how much I'm going to care because I'm not into anime as sure. much as, you know, I've seen some of the stories and everything. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, it's more a me thing than that. If it's not the Skywalker family of Star Wars, I typically don't care. Sure. And sure. I know that's more of a me thing. I know some people love the expanded everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Now, the exception of the rule being Mandalorian has nothing to do with Skywalkers, and it's just so good. There is a Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, eventually, yeah. He shows but, up. But the story itself butt. has nothing to do with him. He was just there for sure. five minutes, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had, what, two seasons before without him in that. Correct. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's not hingent on him. Um, But I know from, uh, that's a me thing, where if it's not the Skywalkers, I don't really care. Mostly it, because if it's if I'm reading it, I don't know these names. I don't have any association of what ties in with where because I don't have the full knowledge of everything. I mean that weird sure. middle ground where I know enough to be dangerous, but not enough to actually know what I'm doing. Sure. Yep. Sure. And that's just because there's so much Star Wars. Yeah. It's a whole universe. It's a whole universe. Adrian, what was one of the Free Comic Day books that you really enjoyed? I really um, – what was the one? It was The Mighty Nine, I think, that I thought was really fun – um, which is a spin out from Critical Role. It's a spin out of Critical Role. What I liked about it, I, I think part of it has to do with just me in the last couple of years. I've really gotten into the fantasy stuff. Um, and it seemed like a very in the middle of what's happening story with kind of a rebooty type of <laughs> kind of like a retelling of the original uh, story uh, catching up really well. With everything. It was some random character. I don't feel like it, it was an important character. But he's telling the story. And it just kind of worked. And the, I don't again, I don't follow Critical Role, unfortunately. Or Mighty Number no. 9 in, in general. But to me, it felt like the story... Like, it's about this kid that is being told a, a tale of his parents. Right. Which is the actual characters in the Critical Role right. series. Right. So that's a cool way of, like you said, to recap... 
But to precap, if you've never been involved in it at all, like this is setting the background for everything. This will get you caught up to speed enough to go on where and, it's at now. And that's what I love about Free Comic Book Day is you get some of these really great stories that are they're not they're not critical, but they can be if they hook you just right, right? Uh, we talked about Convergence Issue Zero from a couple of years ago from DC. It was a really great hook, but you didn't have to read it to understand the rest of the Convergence story. Not right. at all. You know, and, and when publishers... Content, almost. It it's, is bonus content. It's really good bonus content. If too. done properly. If done properly. And unfortunately... There were a couple that we were not pleased with that were just reprints of an issue that's already out. Like, guys, come on, try. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, or a we, summary. Or like a, they did right. a summary. Wasn't the Batman a summary? I didn't read the Batman one. That I was flipped the, the through stuff. it. Yeah, I'm still behind which, all my however, reading. However, that one could be good getting ready for Fury State, which is coming exactly. up soon. Exactly, yeah. Which that's really cool. Like, all right, we have all these, because the way that they've done the Fury State is like, we got like two or three pages of the Fury State stuff, then the rest of the story outside of that. Correct. And that's been going on for six months. Mm-hmm. So like over that course of time, I get the trying to build it up, but also like I get... I forget what's going on because it's been six months of right. half of a half of a half of a story each time. It's like, like an eighth. It, it's just, it's killing me. Like sure. I, I lose track because I don't care. Like I'm treating it as I don't care about this part. Give me to the main story. Right. right. Now I know it'll be important to build to the main mm-hmm. thing, but at the same point, you're just taking too long to do that. Well, yeah. It was like doomsday clock where it took two years for the whole series to right. come out. Like and it was I only... can't tell you what happened in that. I, I got every reading. single issue, but I can't tell you what happened. No. I read the first three issues that I stopped because they started doing, all right, once every two months. If you're going to do it every two months, I'm out. And then towards the end, it was once every three months. And like, come on, guys. I'll just read and trade when it's done. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And then you, at that point, you don't give a crap. Because it's already been done because they collected and trade six months after the final issue was done. And it was, just, it was too much. Mm-hmm. But yes, I with the critical role, how it seemed it was great for... It was new content for people that were reading the series. Right. It was of the kid, like him being told the story and everything. And, and if he never shows up in the story ever again, that's, that's okay because it was just somebody telling the story right. of what's going on. And I think it says at the end of the issue, continue in volume whatever. three or whatever. But they also told you the other stuff that came before and that comes after. Right. Because so. I believe the Critical Role series doesn't actually say volume one, two, and three. Right. It yeah. just says this chapter, this chapter, this chapter. Right. So with my OCD, if we always want to start at the beginning, I get to read that and not know that's not the beginning. And like, oh, crap, I can go back and read this stuff beforehand and, be, and still be fine. It's not OCD because if it were, it'd be CDO because that's an alphabetical order. So, but yeah, I mean, the other thing with that Critical Role book is it had another story in the back of it too. It was a twofer. I forget. Yeah, it was the Witcher. I think that was The Witcher. The Witcher. So I only liked half of that book. <laughs> I, I felt like The Witcher was, I I feel like that would be one of those, one of those stories that, what are you doing? This is, this is, this is what you chose? Because I felt like I needed to know some of these characters to fully understand what was going on. Well, and if I had never read any of the Witcher books, I'm not, and I didn't, and I haven't, how am I supposed to get into this? It was such a different art, art change also. That was a bit of an adjustment. That's also true. Which, I mean, they could have been going with the idea of if you don't like this, you'll at least like this. One way or the other. That could have been what they were trying to go for. I, I can't. Yeah, I was art, not involved in those meetings. Yeah, the art reminded me of like the old Hellboy stuff. Uh, I, believe is, yeah. I believe is. I believe is. It might even be actually the same artist himself. I'm well, not could sure. Be? Okay. I know it's still from Dark Horse. Okay. So they are the same. 
They probably company. may have been the same artist then. Yeah, I know they've done that for a while where it's like, oh, this is the BPRD yeah. art. And, and if stuff. you like that art, cool. this book might be for you. Right, right. So yeah, those are our with spoilers and recap of Free Comic Book Day. And again, just thank you for everyone involved, be it behind the counter, in front of the counter, volunteering, otherwise, or just listening to the show. Thank you for being part of Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. So, with Free Comic Day, it's out of the way. It's done. It's gone. Time to start planning for the next one. Are we done? I feel like you're ending the episode. But yeah, we're done with this part. Okay. Now we're going to the, the next segment of books that came out today. Because normally this is just this week, but as we're recording it, it's actually today, August 14th. Oh, right. right. Uh, oh, 2021. We can't give spoilers. Or August 18th. We can't do spoilers. No. Oh, no. But we can do our normal recap of the stuff that we really enjoyed of the books that came out this week. I'll go first because I was I did the wrap-up. I'm still talking. It is what it is. Don't take my pick. Uh, my pick of the week is Jared's pick. Jared's no. pick. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I have my pick of the week. Uh, it was tough, but one of the favorite books I enjoyed this week. I'm just picking. Week. If you want to no, no. talk about this, go for it. I'll let you have at okay. it. Okay. Uh, one of the books I really enjoyed this week was Way of X number five. This is the final issue of Way of X, near as I can tell. You have been really liking that series. It's that been many. really good. It has been. It really has been. Um, I'm a sucker for Nightwing, especially when he's trying to be conscious of people. Or not Nightwing. Nightcrawler. Sorry. Yes. Nightwing might be my pick. Right. I, I, <laughs> hey, you know what? I might be a sucker for Nightwingies hey, also. That, hey, I, that's okay. It was a Freudian slip. It's still true. You know, with as many times as Captain America showed up in Taserface's comic, yeah. that's totally fine. You know, I'm also a fan of Bitewing. That's a deep reference that you'll get. You don't get, but that's, that's okay. That's pretty good. You're right. But anyway, <laughs> Nightcrawler, I'm a second for him with his story because he's always a good conscious of the X-Men. Like He is the person that says, before we do this, is this actually the good thing to do? Just because we're you know we're, we're reacting doesn't mean we're reacting the proper way. Correct. And yes, we can go kill Magneto because he's you know threatening to take over the world and blah, blah, blah. But should we, or should we, as the good people, rise above that and do what is actually the good thing to do? Sure. You uh, can't claim to be the good guy if you're not willing to not do what the bad guy is doing. Right. Or do the opposite of what the bad guy is doing. It's the Batman rule. Of sure. The moment you become a killer, then you're just as bad as the person you're killing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has been Nightcrawler and Legion has been have been investigating Onslaught. Yes. Everyone's favorite villain from the 90s, Onslaught, is coming back. How exactly? We don't exactly know. He kind of came back with the, what was it, Axis when uh, Red Skull? From a certain point of view. From a certain point of that view. That was a version of Onslaught. I mean, but the version of Onslaught was the only thing we ever got. Well, this one is another newer, more weirder version of Onslaught. Where, so Onslaught. Uh, Onslaught's a weird, weird villain. Wasn't he originally part Magneto, part Xavier? Yes. The, yeah, it was really awkward but whatever um but he has been secretly investigating the return of onslaught with legion while also trying to figure out what is life and the afterlife for us mutants now like well if we can die then what does it matter if we can die like what is what is what is the value of our life if we can just die and reboot no big no big deal there has to be a reason for our lives itself otherwise this whole thing is futile and doesn't nothing means anything at that point and it's a really cool philosophical debate that he's been having with himself. Like, you know, he's been known forever as the devout Catholic, like super religious the entire time at the beginning of the series. Like, well, should we come up with a new mutant religion because of this? I don't know what exactly we should do. Um, it's been a really cool conflict of 
personality that he's had. And this issue, holy crap. Um, some stuff comes to a head where you figure out what is Onslaught's plan. And got to give credit, the dude's an evil genius. I mean, as he kind of proves kind of that he is. I should mean, be. Right. Being part Magneto, part Xavier. When when a, when an audience hates him in the 90s and he's still around. Yeah. I mean, good planning. Uh, but this ends with to be continued an X-Men onslaught revelation. And the ending panel is like, oh, this is going to be, this can be potentially really, really bad folks. Um, I don't want to give away spoilers because it is a major point to this. But holy cow, I'm excited. That's weird. I've never seen Batman in a Marvel comic. Or Nightwing. <laughs> or Bitewing. Yeah. So yeah, that is Way of X number five. I believe it is the final issue of the series, uh, which means it should be collected very soon. And I will recommend it to anybody that's a fan of X-Men books because it is so good. Oh, sure. Just recommend it to X-Men fans. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> because it is very X-Men centric. Sure, sure. Yep. Well, if mean, you walk into, if you try to walk into Way of X not being, not knowing anything, that might be a bad idea. Right. So, Adrian, what is a book that stood out to you that you liked this week? Knock Terra. I really, uh, I'm still liking it. Uh, it's issue six. Uh, we had a kind of a twist uh, end of issue five, and this issue kind of turns um, a direction, and stuff happens. Um, it's one of those books that I, I think we're only on pulls only now, but um, I, I continue to have fun with it. It's an es constant escaping story uh, from the darkness. Um, we're getting some, uh, we're getting some light, some hope at the end of the tunnel, as it were. And then you realize, nope, just a different kind of bad guy. Uh, and this kind of follows suit with the rest of the reveal that we got in the last issue. Um, still fun. I know some of you might remember that I've mentioned I'm a little worried about what kind of turn it's going to take. Um, and there was a character development a couple issues ago that I really wasn't too sure about. It's kind of growing on me. Yeah. So, I agree. so your fears before were warranted, but they've been resolved since then. Uh, kind of still afraid. Okay. They're going in the right direction. Yes. Okay. Right. So warranted, still a little afraid, but they didn't. They didn't mess it up like I was afraid they were going to mess it up. You're still on board. For I'm more. still on board. Yeah. And it's uh, written by Scott Snyder. Arts by Tony Daniel. Tony Daniel did a lot of Batman stuff and Nightwing stuff back in the day. And I really so like Scott Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. Same with him. But I really like Tony Daniel's stuff. Yeah. Not Tara. Not Tara. Issue six. Uh, which means if it's issue six, I mean, a trade they, should be coming out very soon. They did uh, in one of the last uh, panels. There's an ad. I'm sorry. Not the last panel, but one of the last pages. They are uh, advertising the Volume 1, Full Throttle Dark, in stores, October 2021. I will definitely be reading that because, unfortunately, I did not subscribe to the series, so I fell behind. But that's what trades are for. You know what? I think... Read it, and, read it and trade, especially with the, I'm not sure where this is going, it should theoretically read really well yes. in, a in one sitting. Oh, agreed. That's going to read really well. That'll be well. fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if I had to guess, it'll go 1 through 5. So, so you th think this issue that you're reading... Is going to be volume two then? Yeah, I don't know that I would put this one into the first volume. Okay. So uh, I think I'd have to see the next issue. Yes. Because this does kind of end on a cliffhanger that could be, mm -hmm. but last issue. It depends on where they build off of this one. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Right. Like, I agree. Where we're at now, they should stop it at issue five. That's your first trade. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up because you said it comes out in October? Yeah, in October. In October. In October. October. That's, <laughs> if I, I want them to advertise it as hashtag Noctober because yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, well, now they have to pay me. Image uh, Comics. Well, you can say they have to pay you. It doesn't mean they actually have to pay you. <laughs> uh, Jared's my legal advisor. He says they have to. Right, Jared? <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> I think it's best for everybody. I'm not even my own legal advisor. <laughs> I think that's for the best. No offense, Jared, but I think that's for the best that you are not your own legal advisor. Uh, and I'm checking solicitation that says collects Noctera 1 through 6. Oh, okay. So, okay. okay. All right. So this will have this week's issue involved, cool. included with that trade. All right. So, Jared. Okay, I'm going to go with my runner-up first is Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters number three. <laughs> you have all uh, just been all in on that book, I haven't have. you? Yeah, I've, you have. I've really enjoyed everything about this War of the Bounty Hunter stuff. It's been really good so far. Um, we are at uh, the Crimson Dawn, and Kira is selling Han Solo to the highest bidder. Uh, the Rebels are trying to get there. The Huts are there. The Darth Vader and the Empire shows up. The Bounty Hunters are there. You know, it's like all these high... It's like a party. Yeah, it's all these people that want to kill each other all in the same room. Surprise You know, party. let's see what happens. So, um, basically, uh, Vader is trying to claim Han Solo. Uh, I do want to give a quick butt in real quick, saying that the Bounty Hunter number three and Star Wars 16 both came out this week. Yes, and they read, tie in... Well, and it said, the reading order on the back of it says, read Bounty Hunters 3 before you read Star Wars itself. I'll agree with that, because that's actually the order I read it, and... It worked out, it worked it worked out, out well. Yeah. I yeah. hope you would agree I mean, with the publisher. I mean, there's a says. lot of stuff that's exactly... There like, is some panels that overlap, yeah, but there's they also... They expand on it yes. as well, which I just wanted to throw that out there of, like, be sure to read yeah. Bounty Hunters before you read Star Wars yep. this week. But uh, we've got Chewbacca and Boba Fett having um, an alteration uh, or altercation. Altercation, but not, you know. They're they're not allowed to use blasters because that'll catch, they'll alert attention. Yes. So they're allowed to use other things, which (laughs) you think would catch attention, but not allowed to use blasters. Right. But I don't think they have much to worry about because no one else is focused on them at all during this. Let's just say whenever Um, Vader's in the room, he he commands your, your attention. And. He's trying to take Han Solo. No, no, he's not trying. Well, he, he is he saying, is. I'm taking Solo with me. Yes. I don't care. Which I really enjoyed the fact that he sent uh, Imperial soldier or representatives to win the bid. He's like, yeah. he told them before, like, hey, win you're going to win this, right? And like, oh, you know, we'll try. He's like, no, no, you misheard. Yeah. I said, you are going to win this. Right. They, they they did not. They didn't. He's like, what is what is his line? There'll be repercussions later, or yeah. I'll deal with you guys somewhere along yeah. those lines. Like, oh, you're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. If I was them, I'd be running uh, it's to the t- nearest it's, spaceship and getting the heck off that station. It's a great time to join the rebellion for them. Yep, but uh, I don't want to give spoilers. Well, then you shouldn't. No, I'm gonna stop right there. Okay, um, and just say you should check it out. You should check it out. Stuff happens. Holy cow. Actually, yes. that's the spoiler. Nothing happens. It's the same page printed over and over again. All right. Yeah. So, going off the rails again, how long until we see them kill everybody and then find out that in the other movies, they're all just clones? Pretty quickly. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> People won't be angry about that at all. Nope. Not at all. 
I thought that would explain why Luke changed his face between episodes, was it? Four and five. Four and five. <laughs> you know, other than the fact that he had a motorcycle accident and had reconstructive surgery. But canon-wise, well, they're all clones, so it happens. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know what I hate more. I'll the fact that, that you said that, or the fact that, unfortunately, it could make sense. Kind of fits, doesn't it? Infinite number of possibilities or universes and infinite number of options are available. Well, when you have a a galaxy with established cloning and cloning of Palpatine, (laughs) I I just cut him off with that one because I made him angry. I got sad. (laughs) But yes, War of the Bounty Hunters, number three. I want to give that spoiler, but don't. Okay, moving on. The the only warning I want to do with, with the War of the Bounty Hunter stuff is. You can read the core book and not read everything else. However, I would recommend reading that book and Star Wars both in conjunction with each other. I would probably say Vader too. I, you don't the, have those to. Are the you core don't have three. to at all you don't have in to, any of those. But those core three are yes. the most important part. But if you just want to read War of the Bounty Hunters by itself, it flows just fine by itself. I just heard you guys say you don't have to, but you have to. <laughs> Well, but it, you it, should. It's not, not have to. You should. I'll just War of the Bounty Hunters by itself is not as bad as Civil War, where you lose a bunch of content. Oh, Lord. Not at all. Yep. But it's not perfect, where you do get the full mm-hmm. fledged yeah. feeling effect. It's like in issue two, or was it? Yeah, issue two, where Vader shows up in the War of the Bounty Hunter comic. He just showed up. Right in Darth Vader, it shows how he learned about the the uh, uh, auction, how he got there, everything about it. You know, well, so it added to it, but. Him just showing up didn't detract from the comic at all. Well, in this week's issue, uh, issues, I should say, in the main Bounty Hunters, you see Vader talking to someone over the radio, but you don't know how he knows, why he knows what. But when you read the Star Wars issue, you actually see the background of how he found out that person and everything that's going on. Right. So it's the... The Bounty Hunters core book is the icing. It's very surface level. Yeah. But everything else is the meat and everything else, the full-fledged, this is what's actually going on. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. And you can read, you can even read just Star Wars and not read War of the Bounty Hunters and still have enough story that you'll be fine. Yeah. It's it's a weird, good balance that they're doing they, between them. They're doing a great job with it. Yeah. Uh, for me, next, will be my pick of the week, which is The Trial of Magneto. Holy crap. Um, so, if you've not been following X-Men... Who's Magneto? The reason why there's a trial of Magneto, and I'm going to give this away because it's been out and it's on the cover of the regular issue, Scarlet Witch is dead. We <laughs> we don't know who killed her, how they killed her, why they killed her, what killed her with. I, I don't know. Um, but she died during the Hellfire Gala, and they found her body. And, okay, this is the actual all of X-Men groups teaming up to actually crime solve this. So it is a team of X-Men, the core X-Men itself and X-Force to like solve this crime. And it's a cool, cool way to see the balance of like, okay, iBoy can see this range of whatever. He has microscopic vision and whatever. And then we have Rachel Summers that can see like the, she can um, telepathically connect with people, right? Well, she can see like the mental, waves like uh, in a pond of like the residue of what had happened so she can piece together then uh wolverine and doc and then are smelling out stuff and like investing or hunting for more clues to show to other people everything and it's really cool to see them all work together just like oh you know if they actually put their 
put their mind and abilities together, they really are unstoppable. Like, they're pretty impressive by itself just even for fighting villains, but even outside of fighting villains, they can do some really cool stuff if they if you tweak your thinking of how they use your abilities and everything. And this is a great balance with that. Um, and of course, with it being called the trial of Magneto, the first person you suspect is Magneto is the one that did it. And of course, he denies it. We don't we don't actually know at the end of this issue who killed her. But it's really cool to see everything. And there's a whole bunch of history going on with everybody. You find uh, the you find the quiet council debating should we resurrect Wanda or not. The rule is mutants. We're allowed, you know we always resurrect mutants. No big deal. However, Wanda and Pietro are not actually mutants. They were engineered by what's the name? high evolutionary? The high evolutionary. So they're not actually mutants. But they were designed so well that they confused Cerebro and everything else to think make them think they were mutants. So they, Xavier's talking he's like, well, we could resurrect her, but it's kind of a super old backup because before we, you know, before we figured out that we were being before we retconned it, <laughs> before we figured out, oh crap, we're wrong. Um, so how far back does that go? Is that you know back to original? She's part of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants evil. Is it back just to House of M evil? Or is it, how far back oh, that'd is be that? kind of fun. How far back is that backup? Because it's hard to tell. So it's really cool to see that. Like, well, should you know, we'd be breaking our rules of resurrecting a human because for all intents and purposes, Pietro and Wanda are human. They're not mutants. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the accusation, accusations that it's being Magneto that did this, his actual daughter, Polaris gets involved like, hey, you know, you've killed how many of your wives have you killed? How many children have you tried to kill? Like, oh, you're going to fight me now? You're going to kill another one of your ch- children? Like, ooh, that's a, that's, a, that's a low blow there. But it, there's a whole lot going on and it's an oversized issue. It's Yeah, it was pretty thick. I love the variant cover too. Uh, this is one of uh, Art, Germ. Art Germ's covers. Uh, I know a couple of our customers are really uh, following that artwork. And yeah, me, I don't normally care for the cover, but this one's like, I already have it. I'll take it because it's cool. Sure, right. And I, I'm excited for the series. Like, I think it's only a five issue mini. I think so too. Um, but it's phenomenal. And I, this is definitely the best X Men book we've had in a while. I would say since House of X and Dawn of X, or House and Powers of X. You hated Power or the sort of. I didn't hate it. I just wasn't. It was too long. Happy with it. Sure. So this one is like, okay, this is the next big story since then, in my opinion, that I has done well. I have been a little disappointed that we haven't revisited those villains from House and Powers. I think we will coming up in Inferno. They are, because at least one of the panels, or one of the ads for Inferno is talking about uh, Moira. Has her as one of the people of the three. Is Moira McTaggart. No, the so, villains. The right, guys. but I'm saying though, if Moira's in that, which oh, we haven't seen I since see this, okay. there's a chance we can see the villains in there too. Yeah. Uh, Trial of Magneto, number one. This is my pick of the week. It was... There's only one other contender for me for pick of the week, and that'll be eight, or that'll be Jared's pick of the week, but this was really good. Taserface. Taserface. <laughs> so, Adrian, what else stood out for you this week? Or, or did I cover that with Trial of Magneto? No, no. Uh, that's included. That was definitely one of my... Uh, I, I would say that would have been a pick of the week. Um, it probably will be a pick of the week. Uh, I'm still liking Radiant Black. Uh, they started very singularly. And this is issue number... Six. Five. Seven. 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 Sorry. Six, five, seven. Um, 
and they're doing a really good job of expanding what they started with. We got one hero, we got a, maybe a villain, and now we got, you know, and so it's, they, they, they started small and I think they had a really good plan to go big and they didn't just, you know, shove it in our face and say, here you go. We're, they, I feel like, uh, we've talked about this before with the Avengers movies, they did the proper order to get to Avengers for the audience to accept it, where we built the suit and everything. We're building it up to it. Right, right. And I think Radiant Black is doing that. They they started small. Here's a very specific order that we're going to do this in because we do have bigger plans. And I think I think we'll be okay with that. And that, it's still good. And with that, I want to say the Radiant Black Volume 1 came out today as well. Ooh, so I didn't see that. if you are have not read Radiant Black yet, now's the time to jump on because we have the trade. We have the trade. At least we did as of when I left the store today. We're doing a Facebook Live right now, so it could be sold out. I don't know, but we can get, we'll get more back in. It is available. So Radiant Black is a great story. Trades and singles, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Jared, what All is right. my alternate slash your pick of the week? Okay, Nightwing 83. What? Nightwing? Didn't yes. I talk about that? Wasn't that Way of, yes. uh, wasn't he in Way of X? I mean, uh, Nightcrawler 83. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um... This picks up, if you remember where we left off in issue 82, uh, Tony Zuko's daughter is the mayor of Bloodhaven, and Nightwing breaks into her house to confront her as, you know, the daughter of his parents' murderer. Well, it turns out in last issue we find out that it's not really Zuko's blood daughter. He was his uh, stepfather, or he was her stepfather. She is actually Dick Grayson's half-sister, we think. Near with the evidence that we have now, before they retcon or change anything, yes, that is what we're going on the assumption of. Right. But it leaves off right there, and to kind of uh, make sure that their covers stay within the realm, uh, Nightwing ties the characters up and escapes. So it looks like he... Yeah. He didn't. He was just having a friendly conversation. It looks like he was doing nefarious Nightwing things. Yes. So Nightwing goes and escapes, and uh, he's actually. It, it's pretty cool. It he can. There's a confront confrontation with Blockbuster, and he escapes and everything, and he gets back to his apartment where uh, Tim Drake and Barbara are there. The video store. Yeah. Also, if, if you ask, if you say, I don't know who this villain is, don't worry. No one does, or at least I didn't, and it doesn't really matter. He's just, he's like a Everybody. Hulk. He's like a Hulk person. Kind, yes. Where he's big, but strong. He's smart. He's a. Well, there are smart Hulks. He's a mob boss version yes. of a dumbed down Hulk. He reminds me, relating to Marvel, of um, has always had the flathead um, tombstone. Tombstone, thank you. Reminds yeah. me a lot of him. Yeah, they're very similar because they both even have the white hair too. Like, yeah, yeah. But Blockbuster back in the day, uh, uh, that's a tangent. Let's not yeah. go there. Blockbuster video yeah. was a thing, and then now it's <laughs> right. not. And that's okay. <laughs> so, but uh, so he wakes up. Nightcrawler. Yes. <laughs> so he wakes up after collapsing, after escaping, and everything like that. He's back in his apartment. Barbara's there, and he's got this plan. Like even the cust- even the cover of the issue says, "My name is Dick Grayson, and I have an idea." And boy, is it an idea! Oh, it's good. He actually—they don't tell you right away, but he runs it by different other characters. I'm giving. Am I going too far into spoilers? Um, let's just say he has a conversation with Superman. Yep, where... and others different characters. Right. Um, there is a big moment between 
Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon. Yep. And he sets up something in honor of Alfred. Yes. And and boy, did I get choked up on that one. Yeah, like, I did I was too. like, man, I, I should not be crying in the comic book store. Yep. Why is this doing this to me? Yep. And when was Alfred Captain America? Uh, yes. Back in... 1842. Oh, okay. He just chucked the shield. Yeah. That was that was great. Yeah. But Nightwing 83, without going into spoilers, that was phenomenal. You should definitely be reading Nightwing. It's written by Tom Taylor, and any, anything with his name on it right now, we're picking up. And this is the final issue of this story arc, so it should be getting collected in trade fairly soon. Um, they're going to be taking a break from this Bloodhaven storyline. They're going to do the whole fear state with gotham yeah. for like six issues then they'll jump back to bloodhaven i know this because i follow tom taylor on twitter and that's why he says like i know i know you guys are invested in this but we have to do this and then we're back to bloodhaven it'll be fine yeah so unless that's a whole misdirect that he could be doing we'll all be fine now right here now but yeah nightwing tom taylor both awesome yep so those are the highlights of the books that came out this week Let's give the part of our Heroes of the Week that Jared probably forgot. Yeah, I'm on it this oh, week. Oh, you're on it this I'll week. I'll even go first. So, why, yeah, have hey, it, Jared. Who is your Hero of the Week? I'm not going to name names, but I'm going to say the Heroes for Hope, the, the costume characters that come out free comic book day and volunteer at many different events. Um, there's too many of them to name individually, sure. but they are a great group of people who really enjoy what they're doing and who are wanting to bring a smile on a kid's face or just a fan of the industry. Um, they just like being around and enjoying life. And so, people. And people. Yep. They're a great group of people. All right. Adrian. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. Um, is from here. <laughs> he uh, he's, oh, He's been doing the outside comics for a few years for Free Comic Day. I don't know how um, many, other than a lot. I helped him a couple years. Uh, before you were a staff before member. Before I was a staff member. And then. Um, it was he over five years. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily, yeah. Because I, mean, I think I was working at Plastipak. I think he he's been doing it the entire there. 10 years I've worked at the company. So. Okay. I was going to say, it's been quite yeah. a few years. He just has so much fun out there. It's always fun to see him out there. He's always helping people really well. Um, great dude in general. He seems like he'd be a great teacher. He has a, He's a teacher here in Shawnee, and he has his own like little library that he lets the students check out the different books that are age-appropriate for the sc- and school-appropriate. He does have a filter on that. But yeah, he's he's truly a great friend of the store. Yes. Yeah. He's a great He's a great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. I know there was one time uh he lets people borrow his books. Mm-hmm. So he uh put oh, crap. I need to give him we're back kind of like a go between like we'll put his books back in his pull file and he can oh, yeah. pick them up, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a, like a little exchange program with him. But uh so one day I didn't know they were his books and I rang him up for those books <laughs> and he didn't catch it either. And he, he paid, for, paid for them too. and everything like that. He comes back he like 10 minutes later. He's like, dude, you charge me for these. I said, yeah. He's like, those okay. were my books already. Said, oh, crap. <laughs> the closest so, I've ever come in is just I scanned good. like one of the books. He's like, no, that's already mine. I was like, okay, my bad. He's like, yeah, good. You didn't pull a Jared. So. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, he hasn't let me live that one down. He would never let you live nope, that one down. That was so funny. He laughs about it now, but yeah, that was so funny when I did that. Uh, I'll go next with my hero of the week. It's an organization is what I'm going to go with. And that is the Perfect Paws Pet Rescue Incorporated. That is based out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, where I got my dog Saturday, Peter Barker. That's right. I gave there away was a prize. You yeah. were going to give prize. The prize, is no, the prize is no prize. Like if you, either if you knew it instantly or you didn't. So I don't want to have them waiting to next week. Honestly, I'd probably forget next week to name it anyway. So they're to give away the answer. So 
I just gave away now. So they had an hour. We're over an hour in. Good Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for being a charity that takes care of animals. And they already got him neutered, so I don't have to worry about that. And, yeah. Uh, so good on charities in general, but especially ones that take care of animals that rescue them from kill shelters and stuff like, no, no, instead of being killed, we're going to, you know, find fosters or adopt, you know, whatever, until we get this, these animals taken care of. So he's upstairs and he's being really quiet. Actually. I'm surprised. I, mm-hmm. I, he probably just went to sleep after, like after five minutes of leaving alone, he just goes like, eh, I'm going to take a nap. So, so yeah, that's who my hero of the week is. And I will say all of our heroes are the people that are at free comic book day as well. Again, <laughs> I, I want to mention that again of thank you everybody that came out. Um, be it attendees or volunteers or even potential volunteers that ask, Hey, are you good? Do you need anything while I'm here or whatever? Like the, just everyone for being involved in free comic book day, any way, shape or form. Thanks for coming out. So with that, I'll say we are done. We're going to call it there. End of line. Uh, Adrian needs a catchphrase. It's going to be, it's going to be his catchphrase. Uh, so yeah, we will, we should be back next week, barring any world, catastrophic thing so see you all next time